Hey guys, what's up? It's Damien. It's Omar. I'm Edward. It's Ramon. And welcome back to another episode of Rodeo. We are currently in our studio, which is my bedroom. <laughs> on this Okay, don't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> on this cool rainy night. And we're ready to give you a whole nother episode of this. Thank you all who have listened to our first episode. Um, we've been getting a lot of good feedback from it. And um, yeah, for me personally, I would just like to say thank you and I love you guys even though most of y'all are my friends i want to play a fun drinking game and i want you guys to be challenged to take a shot every time damien says um because he just said it four times in one minute Fuck you. <laughs> we will get alcohol poisoning Fuck you. but yeah no thanks uh we've gotten a lot of great feedback saying that we're funny looking <laughs> oh, they about yeah i'm pretty sure they said your name damien <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no so thank you guys i really really appreciate that um it took us a little while to finally get this started this has been a pipe dream of ours for months uh but we're here so well before I, we start off the next little segment did y'all want to say any thank yous um ramon did you have anything to say to the viewers oh thank you next <laughs> <laughs> Not the TV. Shout out to Ari. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, so far we, I feel like we've gotten a good response from the first episode from my close friends. So appreciate ya. Keep listening. Because if you don't, I'll take you off my close friends list. I'm... Shout out to Michael again. Period. Period. <laughs> <laughs> And what about my bitch, Joy? The fuck? Hey, Joyceph, how you doing? Pisces queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to start off the episode with a little icebreaker just to, you know, get us warmed up and get hopefully get you guys warmed up as well. And get our juices flowing. Mm, yeah, because I'm a little thirsty. Um, so we're going to play a game of concentration. So the version we're going to play is... Um, we come up with a like a topic and then we each have to say a word or uh, something that goes with the topic in order. And the way we're going to do it is alphabetical order just so we don't have to, you know, do a lot of thinking or whatever. So we're going to go ahead and start. So I want to go ahead and do singers because I feel like that's that's pretty well known. So we're going to do singers slash artists. So rappers, singers, mm -hmm. recording okay. artists, bands, songwriters, bands. Yeah. So, all of the above. So, starting off with me, Alicia Keys. Lady Gaga. What? It's alphabetical. Order, love. I literally said alphabetical. <laughs> okay. Back to kindergarten. <laughs> I honestly kind of turned you out a little bit. Wow. <laughs> I'm kidding. Wow. I, I did miss the alphabetical part. Let's start over. Okay. Adele. Beyonce. Carrie Underwood. Drake. Erica Badu. Fergie. Green Day. Lana Del Rey. <laughs> so clearly none of us know our alphabet. <laughs> what was the next letter? Girl, I don't I don't know my it alphabet. Was H. H. Um Fuck. Uh fuck, 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 fuck. Five. Halsey, come on. Thank you. That's my inner thoughts being projected. Thanks. Halsey. Your inner thought is a woman? Yes, she is. And Ingrid Michaelson. Ooh. James Blake. What's it? K? Carry on. Carry? No, that's not <laughs> Elimination. Uh, no, no, no. Kalela. Kalela. Excuse me. Anyway. Lady Gaga. Maroon 5, I guess. Onika Tanya Mirage, aka Nicki Minaj, the Harajuku Barbie. First of all, you missed a letter. I did? Yeah. Whoa, so, fuck it. You are eliminated. It's M and then N. M N O P. No, that he was. I, he I was, was just extending in. her name. Yeah. Oh. Nicki Minaj. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I heard that. Oh, okay. He put respect oh on my god. Like, <laughs> damn. Okay. Well. You the one that messed up the 
first round. What you talking about me calling me out? <laughs> Owl City. <laughs> I'm out, y'all. I can't think of any P's. Was P, um, Pleasure P. Uh, anyway, you don't know who that is? It's fine. It's fine. Oh God. Quavo. Rihanna. Sia. Uh huh. I can't believe I'm saying it. Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh yeah, my bitch Tublo. No, Disco tits. Too late. He said Taylor. Okay. You. 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 Usher. Ooh. Um. Valentino. Well, last name Valentino. Bobby Valentino. I'm gonna just. Valentino, comma Bobby. Yeah. Uh, are we counting that? Yeah. Fuck it. W. Okay. This is just so people know that we don't know how to spell. Yeah, basically calling us out. You mean our alphabet? Oh yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. W V. Wait, what? W. W. Okay, W. Um, Willow. Ah, <gasps> oh, clean. Um, X. Oh, the XX. Yeah. X Tentacion. Young Money. Mm, that's not an artist. That's a record label. Record label. <laughs> no, they have songs as Young Money. That's but not that's how that works. That's like label. various artists. Yeah. Okay. It's not an artist. Fine. Young Thug. Yeah, I was oh, like, there's so many go. Youngs out there. <laughs> you pick Young Money. Come on, Z. <laughs> um... Yikes. Nice. Wow. Okay. That's it. If you if you guys think of any other ways for us to embarrass ourselves, please let us know. All right. Well, now that that embarrassing moment is over, we're gonna go ahead and get into some more embarrassing things and talk about our main topic. Oh, just to let you know, um, when I was when I said that it was raining outside, I wasn't playing and now it's like storming. So if y'all hear thunderclaps and shit in the background, don't be scared. Are you clowns done? We're done. Okay. (laughs) So the topic today is sexuality. So if you didn't know, we're gay men. Hopefully you knew that. And if you didn't know, I didn't ask (laughs) y'all. But with the the topic of sexuality, um, I want to start off with like coming out. Who wants to share their coming out experience and or stories, anecdotes. I'll go first. Okay. So anyone who knows me personally probably knows most of this, but for anyone who who might have only recently met me within the last few years, I've technically, I guess, been out since I was 17, the summer before my senior year of high school. I was dating a girl for like two years throughout high school pretty much. And towards the end of that relationship, we both just kind of went our separate ways on account of the fact that one, she was a a year older and she was getting ready to go off to college. And two, as we had begun to try and become more sexually active, I was kind of in the process of realizing I wasn't exactly into like females. (laughs) Sorry, women. Oh my God, that was so misogynistic of me. (laughs) nothing new when we broke up over the summer she agreed to be supportive of me and that was great but then somehow one night we ended up in an argument on twitter and she put it out there that i was gay so i kind of just got publicly outed and i mean i don't hold that like against her it's not anything negative but that was kind of my first experience with being outed so i'm just gonna put that out there but as far as like on my own terms i never really had to tell any of my friends or anything because of that situation so friend wise i never really had to come out girl we all knew <laughs> anyways 
Um, but family-wise, it took me a while, honestly. I think I just came out to my mom in 2017, actually, because of some guy I was dating that asked me to tell her that we were dating. So not only did I have to tell her I was gay, I also had to tell her I had a boyfriend. So that was intense. But, yeah, that's my story. Omar, did you want to go ahead and say your piece? Yeah, coming out. So, I mean, honestly, I wasn't really into guys until I would say maybe, like, 15. But I think I think even, like, growing up, like, my first album was The Duchess by Fergie. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, like, it, true gay activity. It doesn't get gayer than that. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think I had a bad experience uh, in high school. Whenever I did kind of accept everything, I was... I mean, I, I told some people at the beginning or whatever, just my close friends. And then from there, it was kind of like, if you knew about it, you knew about it. And if you didn't, I didn't give a damn. And that's not you know? a period. Um, after a while, like especially getting older, you, you just really don't care anymore. So I never really had a bad coming out story. I wasn't outed or <laughs> dragged, <laughs> dragged out of the glass closet <laughs> like other people. Okay. <laughs> but no, it, it was a pleasant experience. You know, obviously still in the process of becoming the adult man that I want to be and dealing I think we all are still kind of dealing with you know our sexualities you know what I mean mm-hmm. I don't think it's something you ever kind of let go of because of the way society is What's built funny? Edward you're laughing a lot in the back what is it <laughs> sorry I just read a funny tweet it says men's phone never ring when you spend in the night <laughs> oh I can relate to that <laughs> Um, moving forward. Well, Ramon, did you want to go first or do you want me to go? You can go. Okay, cool. So, well, um, everybody get their shots ready. <laughs> Y'all are fucking clowns. Leave me alone. Phone. Yeah, we do. But I uh, came out around my junior year of high school. Like, I came out to close friends started my freshman year actually back up like i told my best friend in eighth grade first i told him and then moving into freshman year i started like slowly telling my my other closer friends just so i could have like that security of you know just in case the world doesn't accept me i still have my closest friends who support me no matter what and then junior year i got a boyfriend and that relationship didn't really last long. But apparently there were people going around like at the church that I was going to, basically spreading rumors about me. Some of them were true, some of them weren't true, but either way it goes, rumors about me and they got to my mom. And my mom had sat me and my siblings down. She like had a long talk with us. Basically in like in the talk, like she was in a way like, um, like she was trying to, Oh, oh my god. Wow. Girl, they're shooting out here. Girl. God really Oh, the <laughs> alarms is going off, baby. <laughs> we in the ghetto. <laughs> but um I don't know if we'll live to post this podcast. Yeah, it's starting to flood, baby. Wait, is that the tornado siren? No, that's a car. Can this wash the corona away? Um So basically, like whenever when my mom sat us down, like like it got to the point where she was like investigating and condemning us because me and my little sister were both queer, and like she got onto her first, and then she got to me, and she was just like, "I was hearing things about you and blah blah blah." And I around my junior year, I was just like, "You know what? If I'm pretty comfortable with myself, so if anybody comes up to me and asks me, I'm gonna just tell them the truth. Like I have nothing to hide from." So when she came to me with those with all that information, you know, I I told her the truth. I was just like. Like, some of that stuff isn't true, but some of the stuff is. And, you know, take it how you want to, but I can't really change or whatever. So, 
but that thunder said, "Bitch, I'm not gonna let you talk." Yeah, the, yeah. Apparently, God really don't want me to talk about this because this thunder I'm talking about his church people. That's why, girl. Them church people can kick rocks. And my church, it. my church was messy as fuck. Like they were so messy. Church is messy. Yeah, yeah church in general is so messy. I read every bitch in there. Like literally, like word to God. <laughs> we'll save that for another episode. But um, but yeah. Anyways, like. Like, I, I, I started off with close friends just so I could have that security blanket. I don't know. Like, I felt like that was a pretty good um, way to build my confidence up and actually, like, move forward into the future. Ramon, you're the last one. Take the mic, baby. I know you guys have been wanting to hear this story. Um, I'm just kidding. Honestly, like, coming out... First, let me just say this, because I always say this to people. Coming out really it should not be, like, a thing for, like, gays or anybody. Like, the fact that we have to feel like we have to, quote-unquote, come out. I have to come out. I have to basically tell you what I like and feel like I have to wait on your judgment or what I like. That's literally, like, stupid. That's, like, me judging. If somebody was to come to me and feel like they have to be so emotional just because they feel like they have to satisfy me in a way. Or, like, I don't know. That's badly worded. But basically what I'm trying to say, like, coming out is just, like, it shouldn't be a thing. Like, how are you gonna judge somebody for something they like? That's just makes zero sense to me. Like, you don't see me judging you straight folks for liking, you know, girls. I mean, I love, love the girls, but I ain't never gonna be with a girl. But, you know, do you. And that's on what period. It's on a period. Anyways, but that's uh, that's just my thing at the beginning. It makes no sense. But my coming out story was pretty simple. It wasn't dramatic. I always distinctly remember school-wise, like, friend-wise, everybody knew I was gay. Like, it was no secret about it. I was, I was always, always questioned, like, towards, like, freshman year, eighth grade year. And then throughout all of school, actually, because I guess, I don't know, bitch, I was in sixth grade writing Nicki Minaj lyrics in the back of my notebook. I was a complete gay. <laughs> But I didn't know what it was. But I was good at hiding it. But no, it, like, it literally happened, like, I, I literally remember it so vividly. It was, like, in the band hall after school. Somebody asked me, and I think I said yes. And then the next day, everybody said it knowing. So then that was that. So it was pretty easy for me because nobody cared. But yeah, it was really easy for me. Family-wise, it was, like, I think also, I guess, easy as well. Like, they found out. It wasn't even me telling them, to be honest. I was like, they found out. They found out. Well, it's like, it's not anything that should be too major. I understand why it is major, though, to people, because it is a big thing, because not everybody's so accepting. But then everybody, y'all just, everybody has to remember, like, in that, like it's not even a... <laughs> It is kind of cool, I guess, how everybody has, like, their unique coming out experience. But overall, like, you know, a lot of us have had pretty pleasant experiences, you know. None of us have been bad. Are you, are you My on the phone? <laughs> Who? Which cousin? Steven. Hello. Hey, what are you doing? I'm with my friends. We're recording right now for our podcast. Oh, okay, that's cool. Hey, Steven. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Hey, I should. Hey, Steven, can we actually ask you a few questions? Yeah, of course. Okay, so like, I know that you, you know, we started a podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So basically, today's topic we're talking about like sexuality and coming out, and not to be intrusive or anything, but <laughs> would you care to share your story? Because I know you came out like not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, of course. It was just recently. Calm down. Okay, so first and foremost, you know, do you want to disclose your sexuality? Well, I'm bisexual. Okay, I love that. Do you want to tell us, like, the story of how 
how things happened? Yeah, well, I mean, I already knew I was bisexual for a while, but I was married. Well, I'm technically still married. But I went through a divorce, but of course I went out, and then things went down, and it just felt right. I've kind of just let everybody know what I am, and of course I like both guys and girls, and I mean, it just happened. I think it's a beautiful thing when you can finally, like, let go. Did you feel, like, relieved when that happened? I mean, yeah, whenever it happened, I mean, my cousins were there, and they were, like, I mean, they were confused because of everything that was happening, but I mean, of course course i just wanted to be my my true self and did you ever have any experiences like as a teenager like young adult like with any friends or anything no i didn't but i mean obviously when i was growing up i felt an attraction to both guys and girls but mm -hmm. i just kept it a secret just because my the way i was raised it wasn't accepted yeah I can but that's you know, as I grew up, like, I wanted to experience both. And when the opportunity came, the chance, and obviously my cousins were, they were supportive. So it didn't matter to me. I just wanted to be happy. I think that's beautiful. That it's like, especially doing, you did it because it's like, you were kind of just like, you know, I want to be happy. This is who I am. And there's no stopping to it. It really helps to have that strong support, especially from, from family members. But yeah, like, well, I think we're all, I can, I can speak for all of us when I say that we're all really happy for you that you were able to find that piece of yourself. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, Steven. Hopefully we see you soon. I know we kind of bombarded you with these questions out of nowhere. Um, messy ass. Yeah, we're kind of messy for you. But, but no, really, thank you for sharing. No, of course, it was my pleasure. Like, I like to be honest with my life. It feels good to finally be out, I would say. And just be myself, and as long as I'm happy and my cousins accept me for then that's all that matters. And that's Period. Not yeah. Period. Thank you so much, Stephen. I'm gonna go ahead and give your cousin back the phone. We'll see you sometime this weekend. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'll see y'all later. Y'all take care. All right, you too. Bye. Bye. It's unfortunate that queer people have to come out per se. You know, explain to their relatives and their loved ones who should love them unconditionally what they like. Well, I think I think we're growing out of it. I think it was important at first because of visibility. Like, obviously, LGBT people weren't really socially accepted for a long, long, long time. A lot of people were not being, their voices weren't being heard or they were being kicked out of their houses or they were just living in horrible circumstances. So that's why, like, I remember when YouTube was first starting and then all those videos were coming out about like, oh, it gets better. And at first at the moment, like, they seemed kind of cheesy. But then, I mean, like, it helps. If it helps even just one person, like, know that they can be who they are and things will be all right in the end like you know it's a good thing in my opinion so uh we are eventually going to move out of the stage where it is a thing because even for example one thing i always think about is like i was only in high school f a senior five years ago four or five years ago you were six years ago <laughs> it would have been kind of crazy if i would have gone to my prom with a guy because i did it but it would have been kind of crazy if i did but now the last year two three years guys have been going to prom with their boyfriends like it's nothing and they go viral on twitter facebook instagram like it's nothing so i do feel like there's a lot of progress being made in terms of the social acceptability of gay people let's talk about the prom thing I, you tickled a button there oh my gosh literally i almost i wanted to go with a with a guy so bad because that's when i was in my prime my like beginning of being gay prime i want to say whatever because i was 18 and legal i was just gonna say legal don't mean moral <laughs> <laughs> But no, I really wanted to go to, to prom with a guy, but then I couldn't find a guy, so it was hard. Like, and the guys that were at my school, trash, except the ones that I was friends with, so no, like, if... But somebody that I used to be close with, uh, we, there was this guy that she was friends with, and this man basically liked me, he didn't even know me, he wrote me a whole love letter, and then wanted to ask me out to prom through text message. You really think I'm gonna go to prom with you through text message? And you're not, you're not that cute. You're you're even. You, you look dusty. dusty. 
<laughs> so like, period. But yeah, so I was like, so I wish I really wanted to. I really wanted to. That would have been nice. That would have been a great date, and it looked cute. I loved who I went to prom with. I mean, Same. oh yeah, word to my bitch Kaylee. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, so. I would say I took my best friend Simeon. We looked bomb as fuck. We drove in my mom's Camaro, looking Ooh. bad as shit. So I don't regret that. But I mean, it would have been cool to actually grow up in the era where being gay or being queer is, you know, more accepting. I wouldn't change my prom experience for that reason. Like, but yeah, so going on, can we talk about like some of our dating, dating, sure. Dating, dating as an adult, a queer adult. How has that been working for y'all? Trash. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, girl. Ramon, you said you had a lot to say. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. I'm just kidding. Dating now, especially in just like in our time and age, it's not that it's hard. It's just not very realistic <laughs> to like actually like meet someone that you'll like or just it's just really hard to like to come by like really good people because there's not a lot of really good people or genuine people around per se. I feel like in our city. But what I will say is I don't think the things we have to say about it are exclusive to us. I feel like society right now has such an unlimited access to so many different people at such an intense rate. Like the fact that I could have on a dating app and find 50 people that also like me within a day that eliminates the like desire to even want to get to know somebody if there's 50 people 49 other people in line there can be a hundred people that i could be meeting at the same time exactly. so there's an app that i know about through a friend and it only allows you to match with i think five people a day um and i think that's really interesting just because i mean i don't use that app i don't think i will i'm not really interested in dating right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, I'm Why gonna put. Why are you looking at me? Because <laughs> you're the one with the app. <laughs> Speak on it. Yeah. Well, he's talking to you, Ramo. <laughs> <laughs> Damien, no, I, it's a cool concept for the app, though. Okay, yeah, speed dating has become a, a problem, especially in the uh, in the queer community, because everything is so accessible to you. Everyone, like, you know, everything about everyone just by looking through their profile. Like, you learn about people instead of like slowing down and like getting to know them, and you know, uh, hearing their. <laughs> Sorry, your eyelashes are really long. <laughs> Th- thank you. Um. <laughs> Uh, okay no but yeah um speed dating is definitely overdone in the gay community you're not talking about like sitting at a table with a timer 30 seconds speed dating no early 2000s baby you ain't even that old baby you're doing that already okay first of all you can barely get into a bar (laughs) anyway gen z you know what would be really cool though if i know it sounds like very radical but if everybody was openly like just sexual like everyone was let's say bisexual you could go up to anybody oh, people are more fluid yeah mean. yeah fluid mm-hmm. fluid it would be cool you wouldn't feel shamed you know you wouldn't feel shameful for it I didn't get, yeah i never thought about that actually that's i mean a good point yeah that's how society was like ancient greece and rome i mean they were having orgies they were obsessed with sex all their statues are naked that's women and so men. true i want to go there you guys ever seen that show Spartan? No. Mm-hmm. It's li- that show is good. Oh, they all be fucking. They had a that Arab. Yeah, literally back in the Greek days. No wonder I love Greek mythology so much. This is Spartan work. No, but yeah, dating. But I don't know. It's just really hard to come by people, especially in our community. I feel like everybody just knows everybody. It's like Omar said, you can easily find out about someone through their social media or word of mouth because, like I said, everybody knows everybody. And especially in this like time, I feel like everyone is just so worried about their image and like it's it's very much so a popularity contest even when it comes to dating and it starts to become a 
annoying. I do feel like straight people have an advantage over queer people when dating. Because it's like, them hoes literally meet at fucking Kroger, and <laughs> next thing you know, they have eight kids, and then they get a divorce, and like, that's normal. Um, but like, for a same-sex couple to get married, that's so like, weird. I don't even know a married sex couple, like, same-sex couple. Do you guys know any? Well, do you know any married straight people, like, our age? Well, I know divorced people. I know <laughs> pregnant people are age. Okay, like wait, girls. Damien knows a lot of pregnant people. <laughs> <laughs> Damien's like the pregnancy fairy. <laughs> he gets them pregnant and he leaves. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, that was sad. That's why that you know so many sick. pregnant people. <laughs> you fucking sick Yeah, we have a theory that Damien gets women pregnant and then... Okay, my <laughs> friends, if y'all are listening... Feel free to go on his Twitter, go on his Instagram, and go the fuck off because this is an accusation. That oh I've no, been their for the babies past. are beautiful. Your kids are beautiful. Wow. Not yours, Damien. Like the I women. know. <laughs> anyway, so let's move forward. Now it's time for the weekly roundup. So let's talk about how we are reacting to Miss Rona. Hate the bear. Hate it. Hate it. I hate that yeah, beer. Yeah, I like Dos Equis. Yeah. Stream the Corona Cumbia on YouTube. Stream Madison beer. Madison Dos Equis. Madison Coronavirus. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Too far. You have to cut that one. Not really. I just feel like the world, and more specifically, America, is really, like, blowing this out of proportion. Like, today, me and Omar... And his little sister, we went to Target. That was the first time I've ever been to the store after, like, the whole pandemic thing was rolled out on the news. And I, I wanted to see, like, you know, the paper towel uh, owls and, like, the water owls. And it was literally, like, empty. Like, you could lay down on the shelves. Like, huh? It's that empty. And it was so... Why would you think about laying down on the shelves? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You can't lay down on the shelves if it's full of products. I mean, you can throw it all on the fucking floor. So you think about these when the stocks are shelved? Wait, the shelves are yeah. stocked? You sound like a clown. Shut up. <laughs> no. Like I said, like I said it, they were empty as fuck. And it was kind of like... They were so empty that you could literally fill them up. <laughs> That's that was deep. Then Anyways, I, like looking at that slightly like made me scared and then it kind of pissed me off. I'm just like, you know, what the fuck? Like if I wasn't too worried about it and I just randomly ran out of paper towel and I wanted to go to the store to pick some up, I got to go across fucking town and probably I still won't have any luck with that because they're fucking stealing all, not stealing, but they're buying everything and now I can't even wipe my damn ass or dry my hands or fucking clean off my counter. Like what the fuck? No, yeah, that's been my sentiment the whole time. I've never felt the need to go out and overstock my house with supplies but I don't want to have to casually go need toilet paper or paper towels or I don't know milk or water or something I don't know and it's just not available to me mm -hmm. like what? It's crazy that milk was like a really popular item because it's like what? And bread bread expires in like three minutes yeah, people get <laughs> the stupidest shit and then think that it's gonna last them for weeks like Baby, if we if you was quarantined in your house, that shit is gonna mold the fuck up. And what you gonna do? You gonna starve just like everybody? If you was quarantined in your house, you should have been quarantined Damn. in your house. Hello, period. That's sad. sad. <laughs> no, and then like all the canned goods and all the like fresh vegetables. Well, the canned goods made sense. Canned goods no, no, that's yeah. I would say that's non-perishable. They weren't taken. You're supposed to. No, get they were vegetables. stocked. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you saying they were gone. We, no, they were not gone. They were fully <laughs> stocked. Girl, they took all the microwavable food. Like, oh, they right, the shit that's gonna last them for two days. And frozen pizzas, like y'all really are about to eat frozen pizzas for two weeks. Like, <laughs> uh, I would. Maybe. That's fine. 
literal idiots love so yeah i mean it's it's concerning it is concerning uh but there's also like don't go out and like over buy shit that people need in the uk uh one of our friend one of omar and i uh we have we have a friend in the uk and he sent a screenshot of this store's uh, message today to us saying that they're going to open their store an hour early for only elderly people so people of a certain age can go in and get what they need um, which I think is a cool idea and also another store that we saw there that I saw at least they're giving people only a limited amount of supplies they can buy each time they come into the store and if they want to get more they have to go to the end of the line which is usually like what 300 people long this is very apocalyptic yeah like people are doing too much which like overall like if everybody just calms the fuck down and just shops regularly you'll be okay like doing all this panic shopping that's not making anything better like i saw this tweet and it was basically saying like if you over here buying all the fucking like tissue paper and like that means that the next person the only thing they can buy is baby wipes and then someone who actually has a baby there's no baby wipes because you you fucking use them all so, so your like friends? yes my friends my <laughs> friends can't use baby wipes for their children because people are out here panic buying fucking tissue paper. maybe if you were buying baby wipes for your children baby i don't have child support so and if, if I did, these babies ain't getting shit because I'm broke. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Damien doesn't care about children. He's a deadbeat. Okay. Okay. And I cannot wait for this to blow over. I mean, honestly, there's some parts of the overreaction that I'm, I'm here for, like the fact that spring break is over technically, but we don't have to go to campus next week. So I'm very excited about that. I can save so much money. Enough about Corona. Let's talk about the next bitch in charge right now, which is Billie Eilish. Oh. I love Billy. I, I like her. I, I like Billy Eilish. She's she's yeah. I'm gonna say she's like her her debut album. She did what she had to do. Like it was really good. She really and did. apparently the Recording Academy thought so too because they gave her five fucking Grammys her first year being nominated. Lana deserved Album of the Year. Period. She did. Yeah, I'm not even the Funky biggest Lana Rockwell. fan. But. If anybody won, <laughs> if anybody won the fucking, <laughs> I know. <laughs> if anybody won the Grammys, I'm just glad it was Billy. At least, at least a tasteful, writing, young, humble. Like she does what she does. I see, what, but I also see why people were arguing about the fact as to why she did. Yes, Lana was there. Yes, she deserved it. But they used her as a tactic to get people to watch. Same with Ari. Ari deserved pop. I get, obviously, she deserved it. But that doesn't really reflect on Billy. That was out of her control. So overall, that. Whole Grammy situation with Billy, people need to drop. But overall, Billy as an artist, she's great. She was just starting her tour too, but it is having to get like postponed the majority of it because of all the Corona stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there was a video of an interlude from the tour where she's basically stripping, and that's a pretty big deal because you know up until now she's always covered her body because of the comments that she was not really wanting to receive about like her body and like her like people sexualizing her basically. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting to see her like do what she wanted to do with her body by Lady. Gaga. <laughs> Word to Miss Gaga. No, like, I, I'm happy that she did that. Um, I feel like this is the perfect time to do it, just because for one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be overly sexualized, especially still as a minor. Like, she was, she, she came out into the scene when she was, like, 15, and like, you know, People already sexualize all these other children, like ch uh, child stars. So, like, I can see where she's coming from, and I'm kind of glad she waited till she was actually legal to, you know, do what she needs to do. And whenever he says strip, like, she didn't fully, like, get naked. She had on a sports bra, but that's still very, like, revealing compared to her. Yeah, for her, because she's, she's been normally dressed like a popcorn kernel bag. 
Yeah, like, I'm, I'm happy for her. She's still young. She still has a lot to live up to. The next topic of our weekly roundup is, in my opinion, Steven Universe Future. So I've been a fan of Steven Universe <laughs> since uh, 2015. That is one of the first shows that, that actually, like, touched on pretty serious subjects. Like, it, they've been touching on different subjects like trans trans topics. They've been uh, touching on, like, sexuality. They've been touching on a lot of things. And it comes on Cartoon Network, which is, you know, one of the biggest child programming stations in America. Probably the world. I, I don't know that much about it. They've been touching on a lot of things. And in this new epilogue series, basically, I'm not trying to give any spoilers, but basically the epilogue series goes into, like, Steven and his mental health. Most recently, the last episode that just came out uh, on Friday, basically was dealing with Steven and his trauma. Basically, like, what he has dealt with through his childhood is coming back and attack like basically he's having like breakdowns and shit because of like the shit that he went through i know um i've researched a little bit about like what's going on and how people are reacting to it and a lot of people really don't agree with them touching on different subjects like this and ch uh, children's media so i just want to know like what are y'all's takes on like steam universe and other cartoons and like children programming that touch on like serious subjects like this i don't watch cartoons <laughs> well like i mean you don't have to watch cartoons but i'm just saying like subjects like trauma and sexuality and gender identity like that being portrayed in children's media like how do you feel about it oh like them putting that information in cartoons yes yeah. like oh i mean i think it's good <laughs> that they're doing <laughs> That's it. It's good. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think it's good, but I also I I like to play devil's advocate. So I see both sides. You can't give too much of that knowledge to a kid too soon, because I feel like we weren't exposed to that too soon. It, that came with life. But You're then, sounding a little so. conservative, sir. No, I said I'm playing both sides. I understand it's good, so they have knowledge of it. But then also, we should, I do understand. I'm just letting it happen naturally because we didn't. We weren't for. We weren't watching Dragon Tales, and they were over here talking about gay problems or whatever. It was. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, I have to come out to org or whatever the fuck his name was. <laughs> you know, like, we didn't have the top. We didn't have to deal with that. It, we just started to find out like on our own, which I understand. I think people just these days. I think it's. But then again, that's different times. Even though maybe it was like ten plus years ago or whatever. But at different times. So different. Different times. Different settings for everybody so it's just the fact it's also a good thing because it just means we're all getting more progressive so our kids are just going to be more educated on things mm -hmm. and more open and they'll, they'll be able to make their own decisions as mm -hmm. like growing up as a small like just being like growing up and having more knowledge of things so that's i think it's good and like i said i do say that side too i do feel like you just can't make that all make them feel like they, there's certain things that they feel like they have to like feel at the time or feel like they have to figure out so like kids just need to live their life have fun eat bad food and play with their friends steven universe is a little bit like it's kind of in its own lane in terms of cartoons other cartoons are just kind of like surface level steven universe is um is very and it's always been very very progressive and their music's amazing too so mm -hmm. but yeah no it's it's a cool thing that they're doing to kind of i think it's a great thing that they are doing that i do think there is such a thing as too much though steven universe uh if you guys remember started off kind of very like light like it was nothing to what it is now like it, it's, just, it's just a very deep show now uh but it didn't used to be that way and that's fine i guess it's great to yeah. kind of teach kids about certain things because especially like trauma i guess some people still don't know how to cope with childhood trauma 
And really, your childhood is pretty much... Your childhood is, like, the most important part of your development psychologically. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that that's what it is. Yeah, I think it's a good thing to expose kids to things sooner because they grow up more tolerant than their parents might be, per se. So I know Ramon was saying, like, oh, we didn't grow up with that. Well, yeah, neither did our parents, and that's why so many of our parents find it hard to be accepting and open-minded. And, I mean, you can't particularly blame them for how they were raised because, they, you know, their parents were raised that way, their parents were raised that way. It's going to take a lot of time to undo the generational hatred and division that our ancestors have caused just by being homophobic or racist or sexist or whatever. Ooh, girl, yeah, we need an episode just on family and their issues and their flaws. Mm-hmm. But overall, as long as we can educate more kids and make them be more uh, open-minded and accepting as they grow up, then we have good hopes for the future. Uh, I guess if we're done with the weekly roundup, that's pretty much all we wanted to talk about for this week. Something that we're... <laughs> I didn't even say anything. What? Like, nothing happened. <laughs> Something that I suggested we do to close out each episode is gonna be weekly debates. We're gonna come up with some things over the course of our first few episodes that we're gonna each split off into teams of two and argue about. And as the show goes on, if you guys think of anything you wanna hear us argue about, you can let one of us know and we'll kind of try to squeeze that in somewhere. But this segment is gonna be called Cock Fights. So if you guys are ready, let's whip our cocks out and let's get to fighting. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> whip it out. Excuse me? So do you have a topic that you want to fight about? Yeah, actually, Edward and I have... Oh, um, yes. Edward and I have spent years at this point now... Literal. Literal years. years um, arguing about this one subject. The subject is, is a hamburger considered a sandwich? Disclaimer, the answer is no. I know, I know. Why is this an argument? Because Omar... Them, honestly, can we give them some backstory? It's because we all used to work at Whataburger, and one of the things that we used to do is... Um, yeah, I would say shout, shout out. Shout out to Star 129. Right, Eric LaShawn, the queen. Shout out to uh, Shantae. Mm-hmm. Chelsea, Miss my girl. Chelsea, Taya. Craig. <laughs> But no, um, so one of the one of the things one of the things uh, that we did with the burgers is like if you wanted a meal, we will ask you because people will always be tripping about like I just I want a number two, and we were like oh okay, so we hit number two like as a meal, and we were like I just wanted just the burger, and I'm like well bitch, you should have said that in the first place. So instead, so to avoid all that, we would say, do you want that as the meal or just the sandwich? So that's where this argument came from is they want to specify if a burger a burger. Or or is it a sandwich? Well, a burger is always going to be a burger, but it is a type of sandwich. It is. I do agree. What I the disagree. Fuck is the argument. <laughs> you just said. It's no, the argument is why do menus differentiate the two? Why do they say chicken sandwich versus hamburger? Why don't they say hamburger sandwich? It's just a different a type of term. No, that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, like why is it called ham? But then why <laughs> that place? Like you know what I mean? Beef. No, yeah. I understand that aspect ham of it. But why do menu? Why do restaurant menus say? Nah, -uh. why do restaurant menus? You say uh -huh. burger. <laughs> right, he just gave us Why do menus say burgers, sandwiches, and more? Because they do. That doesn't make sense. That would be like saying okay, okay, because that would be like saying okay. But, but no, no, no. Here's the thing: hamburgers are kind of within their own lane. Do you agree that French fries and chicken sandwiches are like? You know what I mean? Like you can't say chicken burger. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you can. My little brother used to call that shit all the time. <laughs> like, I want a chicken burger from Brahms. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is a chicken burger? Like, can you inform us? Well, I guess that's not actually wrong because there's a That's not wrong burger. because a burger is a sandwich. No, it is wrong. If you say throw a burger on the grill, you're not going to throw a chicken patty. A burger is a kind of style of a sandwich. Exactly. Yes. Your teammate you turned on you, girl. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, I'll fight this turkey burger. I, I'm used to being the only right person in the group, so it's okay. In your head. I just need my listeners to understand. Right in his head. <laughs> right. You're a dreamer. You dream a lot. Yeah. I just need my listeners to understand. Restaurants my would not. Listeners. <laughs> right. Excuse me. Me, 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 me. Do you agree that French fries and potato wedges are the same thing? Correct? Yes. And that's why on the menu, they're both sides. They're not fries, so wedges, is and macaroni and cheese. Yeah. What, are you, what are you getting at? Right. Like that, that was that's a side. Okay. Okay, let's do this. Do you think that salads and wraps are the same thing? No, we're not they, talking not, about. No, that. listen to me. Just answer yes First or no. Of all, yes get or your no. Finger out of my face. <laughs> Yes or no? Are salads and wraps the same thing? No. So then why on menus does it say salads, wraps, and more? Because they're different. What menu are you looking at? Because it seems very specific. Okay, let's pull up a menu. Oh my god. But we- Damien, choose a restaurant, pull up a menu. Omar, I'll pull up a a menu. No, 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 no. Did you just call me Damon? What the hell? I don't think it's necessary to look up menus. I don't think it's necessary to look up menus. Every menu is going to be a little different, Edward. Well, I did it anyways. So here I have the Chili's menu. Could you please read me the red section and the green section? Oh, God. First of all, sweetie, you're you're looking at Chili's. Really? Like, really? <laughs> well, name another place with burgers and sandwiches. I would think of a million restaurants before hey, I think of Chili's. What is Subway known for? Sandwiches? Do they sell burgers? I didn't think so. Because like, Omar said it's different things. I think we've come to a rational no. conclusion. I think what you're thinking is that I'm I'm not saying a burger is I'm not saying a sandwich is a burger. I'm saying a burger is a type of sandwich. I disagree. And that's that. Anyways. Okay. Well, honestly, you see where honestly. this is going. <laughs> Y'all see where this is going with the little cockfight. Sometimes we're not going to come to an agreement, and that's okay. And hopefully in the future we get more topics that are a little more serious. Because, yeah, this was this was not it. But, yeah. I was just going to say, I actually would like to do a poll on Instagram when, once we post this. And see what our, what our uh, listeners or followers, whoever doesn't actually want to listen to this shit, uh, <laughs> thinks. I'll give a dollar to everyone who votes the truth, which is that... A sandwich. I mean, sorry, that a burger is not a sandwich. He doesn't have a dollar. He's lying. I have many dollars. I have the most dollars of anyone. Okay. Um. Well, I think that's about it. Well, thank you guys for listening. I don't think I really have anything to say, like going out. Um. Do y'all have something y'all want to say before we, before we sign off? If you're still alive after all those ums that Damien has given you to take shots with, then I applaud you. Well, no, thanks again for listening. And always remember that... <laughs> right after y'all just condemned me. Right. Here we go. A burger is a type of sandwich. Wrong. <laughs> and to wash your hands. Oh, so yeah, wash your hands. And the most important... And stop hooking up. Don't be silly. Wrap your willy. And that's on what? Protection. Good night, everybody.